Good morning, my confident queens. It's your confidence cheerleader, Kiri, coming at you with another incredible interview from our badass mompreneurs, ready to give their best tips, tricks, and stories to finding and creating the most confident you. Let's get into it. Good morning, ladies. How are you guys? Good. We are doing so well. Thank you. Good. All right. Do you guys just want to kind of get us started out by introducing yourselves and telling us a little bit about you and who you guys are as a team and what you do? Yeah. Steph, you want to go first? I mean, want- go, go for it, Emily. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I am Emily and I am part of the half of Cycle Chats. So Stephanie and I are a duo of podcast hosts, but we kind of met actually as children's theater educators. And yeah, that's kind of a little bit of a background about us. I'm sure we'll get into more of it, but instead I'll hand it over to Stephanie. I'm Stephanie. I'm the other cycle half alongside Emily. And yeah, exactly what she said. We met teaching children's theater and I think our love of talking about mental health and health and children and education and women empowerment kind of just all married together one day and over sushi, we confessed our love for one another. And uh, there were tears, there was hand holding, and I'm sure everybody in that restaurant thought we were on a date, which we were. We were. Fun story. Emily is one of the first female friends to ask me out on a friend date. She's like, I want to go on a date with you. I was like, what? So it was, it was lovely. And so I, I wouldn't be wanting to do this with anybody else. So no. And I proposed and now we're married and that's it. And that's, the way <laughs> and that's it. That's the way the cookie the crumbles. Chats marriage. <laughs> I love it. So what kind of prompted you guys to start the cycle chats podcast? And can you tell like our people a little bit about kind of what you guys talk about on cycle and all of the different kind of things that you like to cover there? Yeah, yeah. I can uh, go into a little bit about that and then I'm sure Steph can take over. Uh, So we started Cycle Chats because as many people uh, happened, the pandemic happened and like a ton of other people, we lost our jobs and we're like, okay. And as Steph puts it, as she was swimming in a pool with a martini and we couldn't really sustain that for very long. So we decided that we, you know, we really missed educating, especially our female students, but we just missed being educators and we're all about female empowerment. And then one day a friend texted us who had her period and she was like, wow, guys, I really want chocolate, but I'm not going to go to the store because of the pandemic. And I was like, well, wouldn't it be great if, you know, we could have a service to drop the chocolate at your door. So that kind of formed our other women-owned business, which is called Onatha. And we do period menstrual subscription boxes for women, all women-owned products. And we still wanted to be an education-based business since we all were educators and I still am. And so we decided to start cycle chats out of the desire to just educate women and females and young girls about 
their bodies because there's so much that we're not learning. And if we can do our job and educate ourselves better, the world is going to become a better place. And I'm sure Stephanie has, you know, a better answer or a more distinguished answer. No, no, not at all. I, that's pretty much what it was is, you know, we were like, well, how can we market this product, this, this idea? And then we came up with cycle chats and it kind of took on its own identity. So what was supposed to be, and still is a platform to use for the education portion of Onatha turned into this whole other branch. And it kind of was like Onatha was the mom and cycle chats was the, the cool aunt was sending off to college <laughs> or the cool aunt, you know, but it, it, I feel like one of my favorite things about cycle chats is the fact that we have connected with so many women who share the same stories. And for such a long time, I know Emily and I talk about this a lot that we just felt like such, you know, outsiders with certain things. And then when you start talking to other women, you're like, oh, I'm not alone at all. There are a whole group of ladies that feel this way. So that's, I mean, that's one of my favorite things about cycle chats is how fun it is to talk to all different walks of life, share the same stories. And you're like creating these connections and lifting each other up. And you're sometimes just meeting these women. And it's, it's, it's very um, inspiring for me to wake up in the morning and go, you know what, I'm not alone in those moments where I feel down on myself and feel like nobody could possibly understand. I'm like, no, no, there are a whole group of ladies who could be across the pond and sending a, a kind word. So yeah, it creates sisterhood and that idea of we are all the same, even though we're so different, which is just a beautiful way to look at the world. And, you know, on cycle chats, we'll talk about mental health. We talk about real things because we want to destigmatize everything that it is to be a woman. So we talk women empowerment. We talk advice for 15 year old selves because it's always really fun to look back and think back and how these women also decided to start on their own female empowerment endeavors, because it's really interesting to hear people's backstories. And it, that's just been, it's been the greatest blessing. I think, you know, that came out of such a horrible thing, the pandemic, Stephanie and I were able to let our creativity kind of find this whole new place that we didn't even really know existed. So we're very lucky. Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. And it's definitely what connected me to you guys is I felt like we were very similar in that like female empowerment, learning and growth kind of um, group. And so I absolutely love what you guys are doing. So how has being able to like step into this role where you're like mediating these conversations allowed you to learn and further your personal like growth and empowerment journeys? That's a great question. I'll jump right in. Uh, so for me, I have, I always am a, you know, a learner. I'm a forever student, as I say, because we never get off the journey and we're just continuing to learn. And for me, when we started this, I literally remember after finishing recording our first episode with Nicole Snell, you know, Stephanie and I called each other and we were both crying and just like, we just felt like we had found our place that we were supposed to be doing this because something just clicked. You know, you listen, people talk about all of these things that you had never heard about. Like Nicole was talking about boundaries and I had never really understood that word or heard it. And 
then I started going, oh, I no, I do. I want to create better boundaries for myself with a literally a better boundary instead of it being like a faded wall. I want to create concrete walls with some people that were toxic in my life or some situations that were toxic. So because of these other women such as yourself and, you know, all the other amazing women that we've connected with in our beautiful spider web, I am constantly learning from them. And then Steph and I are both actors. And I always say my favorite part of acting is when I get to play a part, no matter what part it is, I always take the best part of that character. And I, I try and impute it and then give, give it to myself. So confidence or whatever it may be from that person, I try and take that away. So the same thing happens with the podcast. We leave, Steph and I usually call each other crying, uh, but you know we get to learn from each woman and then I get to take their knowledge and, and kind of interweave it into my quilt of myself. So I've only done better work for myself. Like I'm a very different person than I was when we started this podcast, I think almost a year ago in November. So I'm, I just feel so lucky and I'm lucky to be on the journey with Stephanie. I'm sure she has her own, you know, way of verbiage, even though we usually have one mind. (laughs) Might as well just plug in. It's we're all connected. No, I mean, for me, I think this whole thing pushed me to be more accepting of who I am right now because I think for the longest time I was always at looking other at other people's pictures or social media platforms and what success was and failure and fear and all that stuff and I used to compare myself a lot and through it I mean I finally found the strength to do things that I was really afraid of doing because I maybe didn't feel good enough. And talking to one of the most profound things is talking to some of these ladies who were therapists. And I was always a big advocate of going to therapy, but I never went myself. And so by talking to some of these women, I realized I was like, I need to really start taking my mental health and this advice that they're giving serious. And then of course, other things unfolded and I finally got the courage to start therapy and I've been doing it for a while now, but it's, it, it gave me that kind of that cushion to be able to say, again, we are not alone. I am not alone. And I I think that's, that's been for me, the biggest learning lesson is being able to reach out to other women to say, I'm looking for advice you know, who can help me out here and in getting that and just growing and becoming a better, just a better human being and more accepting of my identity and who I choose to love and what I choose to do and how I choose to express myself and just being is okay. Just to Mm -hmm. be able to, to be is okay. Exactly how I am and not comparing myself to somebody else's journey. Yeah, well, and I think it all comes down to like feeling confident enough in yourself and who you are as a person and the growth journey that you're going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talk about confidence a lot. And that's one of those things that like sometimes you see the most confident woman and you think, you know, oh, wow, I wish I could be like that. But 
chances are go up to that, that woman. She's probably had to do a lot of work to get to that place. And I bet you that if you say, you know, I love those shoes or you compliment her on something, she will be very warm and open to be able to say, oh my God, you know, and start up a conversation. Again, you create that connection with someone. I think confidence is beautiful, but I think oftentimes it gets misunderstood as, um, you know, if somebody standoffish or, or they don't care, but I think the, it's them, it's them fighting and, and feeling and, and growing and learning, and then getting to a place with, where they're comfortable to be them and they know what they have to offer and they're not going to let the way somebody else treats them or projects onto them affect them. And they're going to walk through the world with this, this reassurance within themselves. So, I mean, that's how I see it. And I just feel like confidence is one of those things that should be admired and you should always feel comfortable to walk up to walk up to that girl that looks, you know, bomb.com in her outfit, compliment her. She'll probably be like, Oh my God, thank you. Like, I just think those women are often very, very misunderstood. And if you just open the door, you're going to make a new friend. Agreed. Agreed. We get told, I think too often by the world around us that, you know, just like you said, confident women are too full of themselves or too standoffish or, um, you know, just too much in general. And I don't think, you know, we're too much. We're just enough. And we finally figured that out for yeah. ourselves. And that's the problem that the world has with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah unfortunately. Oh, go Steph, go. Oh, no, sorry. It's just, I think it's that, that, you know, putting other, specifically women, putting other women down that comes from uh, a large amount of insecurity, I think. And also sometimes people just suck. So. <laughs> sometimes people are just bullies. They suck. They don't grow up and they don't change. And you know what? You bid them adieu. And then you go and find your people that are willing to change and grow and become better humans. Yeah. Absolutely. Anything to add to that, Emily? <laughs> that was so good. Uh, I mean, no, it was so good. I was, uh, Steph, really hit the nail on the head, but, you know, we do live in a society, unfortunately, where, you know, confident women are deemed as the bitch instead of it being just strong. So then if we take that and we look at a confident man, he's mm -hmm. like getting high fives in the hallway at work, yeah, you know, the he's the boss. Exactly. So it's, yeah. it's this huge, you know, we got to break that and destigmatize and break this cycle on that because, it's just, that's not the way it should be. We were on another podcast and the girl was like, yeah, I just stopped doing like, thank you, blah, blah, blah. At the end of her emails, she just puts her name now. And she was like, the amount of times that people are like, are you mad at me? Like, what's the, you know? <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. but if a man does that, it's just totally fine. So we have to break these gender stereotypes. It's just, it's not leading us to a good place. It's just leading us in the same circle in the same direction that we're going in constantly. So if we can break that and instead say confident women are beautiful, confident women are strong. They're not, you know, the bitch, they're not the bully. That's just stereotypes that we've seen in movies, TV and, and music. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I also feel like too, we talk about strong women, but there are also, there's a quiet confidence that I've mm-hmm. seen where my dad actually has this where he is very confident with who he is to the point where he just doesn't let things bother him. And that sometimes can drive me up a wall a little bit. Cause I'm like, why doesn't this bother you? And he's just like, because it doesn't, because somebody's opinion of me is none of my business and you either like me or you don't like me. And I think sometimes we find that with women, the quietness is often looked at like somebody's weak, but sometimes there's quiet people who are like, I don't want to engage in this because I know that this does not benefit either of us in either way. And that it's not, doesn't make me weak. And if that's what you think that's on you, but I'm going to still do my own thing. I'm going to stay in my lane. And that's still confidence too. It's just a quiet confidence. So I think that's uh, something new that I've noticed where I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm always like, Oh yeah, be loud. Hear me roar. But there's also times where I'm like, I don't have to engage in this behavior and I'm just going to ignore this and, and not attend to it because I don't want to use up my brain cells for it. (laughs) Yes. I, that's so good because I do think it's true. I'm obviously a very loud and outspoken person and that's my personality and that's how I show my confidence, but that's not how everybody does it. And I think we all that, that confidence in owning who you are, that, you know, if you're a quiet person and you find quiet confidence, that's so great for you. Yeah. Have so, you always, oh, I'm sorry. I have one no, little tiny question. So are you like confident since you were a little one or oh, was that gosh, something no. that, no? <laughs> no, it's, definitely not. I was like that little scrawny kind of crazy, you know, little girl that, mm-hmm. you know, didn't really fit in with anybody, was just kind of doing my own thing all the time. And I got into, you know, middle school, high school age and all of a sudden, you know, that wasn't cool anymore. And, you know, I, I wasn't comfortable with who I was anymore and started trying to like put myself in these little boxes. Um, and then, you know, in high school, I was a cheerleader in college, I was a cheerleader. And I feel like you even have to like scrunch yourself into even, an even smaller box <laughs> with that. Um, and so it wasn't really until you know, I got married and, um, you know, kind of moved away from all of the things that I knew, my childhood home and everything else that I was like, hey, I can actually choose who I want to be. And it took a lot of years of like that intentional work to get to where I am. And it took a lot of, you know, reading new books and learning new things and expanding my horizons, you know, whether that's trying crazy things or just you know making little changes every day that really helped impact that so it's definitely been a journey (laughs) that's for sure we like journeys yeah Yeah, the journey is important see same person we're just (laughs) same person (laughs) so uh, I know that you guys are very like intentional in Mm. your growths So what are some of the things that you guys do every day to, um, you know, grow and become more confident in yourselves? It's a really good question. Uh, Hello. How are you? Um, I mean, looking at him, I just for me, 
you know, Stephanie asked me a, a while ago, she was like, do you think that Scotty's helped you? And that's my dog at all. And I was like, maybe, you know what? I think you might be right here. And it, he has helped because, you know, people, you know, it's sometimes he's annoying, you know, you have to walk them. It's, it's very different than cats, which I, which I have as well. Uh, but I am so thankful for him because he needs to go outside to go to do business. It forces me to therefore go outside, connect with nature on a daily basis. So that's been huge for me is just taking a walk. I don't bring my phone. I'm there with my thoughts. And we usually walk for about 30 minutes, like three times a day. So I have all of that time to kind of just decompress, make sure he doesn't eat any poop because he does enjoy that. And just like be by myself, which is so nice because I'm also married. So like I share my house with my husband and we spend most of our time together. So you know, having that time for yourself to reflect because Steph and I talk a lot about self-awareness on our podcast because it's not something that we're really taught how to achieve and how to reflect and how to therefore grow from that, you know? So it's that walk gives me time to reflect and go, oh, hey, you know, I really didn't like the way I handled that. So how can I do better in the future. Or, you know, I really liked the way I handled that. Let's make sure that I do that again. You know, it's always complimenting your like and celebrating your good points, but also making sure that you're reflecting back and saying, well, I don't like this so much about myself. So how can I change it for the future? Because that's self-reflection guys is, is huge, huge, huge. Yeah. For me, it's meditation, which allows me to check in with myself, reflect, as Emily said, and to, to really let my mind center in on what is my intention, not just for the day, but for my life, just in general, emotions have always been something that I have been massively fascinated by. Mental health is a big one. You will hear me talk about constantly. And so it's a never ending process. You don't just snap your fingers and cure yourself from not thinking about it. The whole point of mental health is to exercise the muscles, your brain to say, I am dealing with this difficult thing. I'm not feeling confident in this decision. I'm not feeling secure to sit with yourself and to be able to have that internal dialogue and giving myself grace in moments where I'm feeling not so graceful, that has been a confidence booster for me because I used to beat myself down for feeling anxiety, for thinking the way that I did. I deal with OCD. I have obsessive compulsive disorder for people who don't know what that is. Um, And rumination is huge. And I'd get stuck on these hamster wheels and then I would get, I'd beat myself up for it. And then my anxiety would spike. I have generalized anxiety disorder. And so the two of them would often be like fighting, you know, it's like they're driving the car and fighting with each other. And then depression sitting in the back seat, takes out his earphones and is like, um, excuse me, I'm going to take this car now. So now it's like, I've just overthought feeling anxious. And now I'm like, Oh God, nothing's worth it. So being able to meditate every day allows me to put my mind in a space where I can say, this is okay. 
I am still okay. And you know what? Even if I have to give myself 10 minutes to cry or to process, I'm going to be better for it. And then I feel more confident knowing that I'm not going to break down totally because I was able to have that dialogue within myself that was a positive reflection of, of how I really feel instead of listening to this negative self-talk. So long answer to a short question. <laughs> Meditation is something I do every day for confidence. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of funny how both of you guys had similar answers where it's like just giving yourself space and time to breathe and think, you know, because I feel like too often we get caught up in everything that's going on in the world around us. You know, we constantly have access to the internet with our phones and everything there. And it's just like scroll and scroll and scroll. And we get caught up in that cycle of thinking about everybody else and what they're wanting and what they're thinking instead of, you know, reflecting in on ourselves. What do we really want? What does success really mean to me? What do I need today? Um, so I think that's really, really important that both of you guys kind of hit on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, often I feel like women are constantly put into this space where like, we've got to do it all and be it all. And you have to look a certain way and do, and it's like, and then when you get overwhelmed and emotional, it's like, Oh, what are you on your period? It's like, <laughs> no, I'm just stressed out. Cause I'm literally doing everything. And I'm expected to hold this like grace and composure. And sometimes that's not real life. Sometimes you can't get out of bed. Sometimes you have days where you're like, I am going to go have fast food and like, just, and that's it. And that's what I have the strength for today. And I'm not going to be demonized for it. So this is a, an awful lot of pressure on women to perform at a certain level. And if we're not, then we're all sorts of fun, colorful names. Yeah. And that, that's something I definitely fight with is that, you know, wanting to do everything and be everything for everyone, you know, putting yourself first is, is the most important part of the equation, because if you don't have enough, you know, water in your cup, how are you expecting to fill up somebody else's? So, you know, it really is asking for what you, you need. If you need something, ask, because other people can't read somebody else's mind. It just doesn't work that way. So it's something that I say to my husband all the time. And it's something I say to my kids that I teach my college age students that you would expect to know that they need to ask if they have a question, but they just don't. And then they get like a 50 on their quiz and they're like, teacher, why? And I'm like, cause you didn't ask. So if you don't, if you don't ask, you're not going to get the answer to your questions. And that goes for self-reflection too. So yeah, it's just a big vicious circle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, so I guess my final question for you guys today is if you could give, you know, women out there who are, you know, trying to do it all, one tip, trick, or tool that you use or have heard, you know, any of the women that have come on your podcast say, what would you give them? So I am a teacher. I, I teach college students right now and I'm an acting teacher. I teach acting one theater appreciation. And in my acting class, I always do one exercise with my students every class. And I do this with my students, no matter what age group I'm teaching, because I think it's really important. 
because we do live in a society that is so judgmental and not only are others, you know, are we perceiving them to judge us, but basically we're just judging ourselves 24 seven. So I play music for my students and I have them dance every class. And it is so amazing to me to see how they dance usually for like the first few classes is very like middle school dance where they're very sheltered and concerned. And then by the end of the class, they're like really expressing themselves and getting into the music. So dance is huge. Music is a huge thing for me. So if you can dance once a day to find that joy, whatever music you want to dance to and just feel your body, feel your emotions, let that music fill you. That is the greatest gift in the entire world. I'll I'll do it all the time. I'll do it when I walk the dog. I'll just play my music really loud on my phone and I dance and people look at me like I'm crazy, but you know what? Hey, I'm having a great time and I feel good. So all power to me. Love it. So good. I did that. I was just thinking I did that today at the car dealership. I was like dancing and there was people sitting out there and I'm like full show for you guys. Oh, I dance in my car and people are definitely like, that girl is crazy. Cause I'm, I go full out. Like I'm in a band and yeah. they're like videoing me and probably putting me on Snapchat. And I'm like, I don't care. You got to get it out. Yeah. I, don't know. I think add a little spice to life. That's what I think. Seriously. Um, that's like one of my favorite activities to do, like between my office and picking up my kid every single day. It's like full on dance party in the car. It's the best way to decompress from your day and be prepared to transition from like work me to mom me. (laughs) So it's so good. Exactly. Music is a a beautiful thing. And if you're able to do it and just like willing to explore and give yourself that time, you know, the five minutes that a song lasts for you, Mm -hmm. it makes such a big difference in such a short time. And then you really can dance through life, so to speak. For me, the best advice. And this is, I had to do this disconnect from social media, disconnect from the internet and go outside. Even it's five minutes, 15 minutes. If you have an hour, even better. And just be in nature, listen to the sounds and, and drink in the weather, look at all the colors. It is a, an immediate recharge. And I feel like in any, whether you're happy or sad or anything in between, being in nature allows you to feel that emotion and be able to find clarity in moments where maybe you don't. So get out in nature every single day. And even if it's that five minutes with a cup of coffee in the morning or five minutes, you know, with a drink at night or nothing, or just go outside the middle of the day because you need five minutes. That's, that would be the best piece of advice I could give because I do it every single day without fail I have to yeah agreed that is huge for me too well awesome ladies I think this was such a good conversation um where can we find you and all of the things that you do Steph, you want to do it? It's usually your question that you ask. So I feel I know, like it right? should, it's only full circle that you should <laughs> add, answer it, right? It's so exciting. <clears throat> well, you can find us at www.cyclechats.com. So that has a link to our About Us, all of our uh, episodes. And you can also find us on Instagram at Cycle Chats. 
And if you are interested in Onatha, that is our uh, period subscription box, that is onathabox.com. And we are also on Instagram as Onatha Box. Um, and I can probably send you the spelling of all of that. So if you <laughs> put it in the link below or wherever it goes yes. so people can get to it. But that is, those are our two places you can find us. And we always are popping in and out. So feel free to come on by and say hi. Yeah, Perfect. please DM us. We love it. Yes. Well, and if you love me, you'll love these guys for sure. So go check them out. Thank you girls so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank our, you. Uh, totally. Our pleasure. Yeah. We love it. Wow. Wasn't that an incredible episode? Please don't forget to share this episode to your social media and tag our guests and me at The Confident Mompreneur for your chance monthly to get a $20 Venmo. You can also make sure to leave us a review to help us grow. Love you so much and don't forget to stay confident today.